In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus came to Nazareth and spoke to the people in the synagogue. I tell you solemnly, no prophet is ever accepted in his own country. There were many widows in Israel, I can assure you, in Elijah's day, when heaven remained shut for three years and six months, and a great famine raged throughout the land. But Elijah was not sent to any one of these. He was sent to a widow at Zarephath, a Sidonian town. And in the prophet Elisha's time, there were many lepers in Israel, but none of these was cured except the Syrian, Naaman. When he heard this, everyone in the synagogue was enraged. They sprang to their feet and hustled him out of the town, and he took him up to the brow of the hill the town was built on, intending to throw him down the cliff. But he slipped through the crowd and walked away. The Gospel of the Lord. Our Lord's reference to two beneficiaries of God's blessings, the widow of Zarephath and the Syrian general Naaman, must have cut deep into the collective pride of the townspeople of Nazareth. This would have been a great insult to the locals because both examples were Gentiles, pagans, and yet because of their openness to the prophets of God, they were rewarded. There is a double irony in the story of Naaman. In the first reading, it is Naaman who displays incredulity and even a condescending attitude towards Elisha's proposal to bathe in the murky waters of Jordan. And yet he is used as an example to shame our Lord's fellow townsfolk. Though Naaman had initially balked at the idea, he eventually submitted in obedience a conversion that could only take place with the requisite virtue of humility. But here, it is these townsfolk who should have expressed pride that one of their sons can speak so eloquently, who now show disdain and incredulity towards our Lord. Instead of a softening at hearing the message of the Lord, their hearts were hardened as a result of their pride. These two Old Testament pagan examples received blessings, not because of their identity or race or privileged position, but because both these exemplary models responded faithfully, humbly and obediently to God's instructions given through his prophets, something the ancestors of the Jews could hardly boast of. By sidestepping his own people, who thought highly of themselves as being God's chosen, these foreign examples illustrate the utter unconventionality and freedom of God's plan of salvation. As our Lord had announced in the passage preceding today's gospel, he comforts the desolate, strengthens the weak, consoles the alienated, and pours the balm of his grace on wounded hearts and bodies. He does so not just for the deserving or those who feel entitled, but also to those who have not earned his blessings. But that is the secret. God's blessings are never earned. They are dispensed because of his mercy and love to the many who are also his creatures and beloved children. 
to those who are willing to humbly put aside their prideful sense of entitlement and acknowledge that God is the one who sets the agenda they don't get to. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.